is titled Prolific Loneliness, and I think that this one fits in with the whole idea of social distancing and how to properly deal with communication and things like that so that people don't get into a further rut um, and don't make this last any longer than it has to because I think that far too many people are dealing with the consequences from not being able to go to work or not being able to have in-person classes or just not being there with their friends and I think that's taking a toll on people. So this poem is titled Prolific Loneliness. The words you write are the only friends you have at 2 and 3 a.m. when sleep won't come and your thoughts travel to the darkest cobweb-covered corners of your beautifully poetic mind. Your stanzas paint out your soul for the public eye while you, delicate scribbles, manifest your tortured heart's cuts and bruises. Yet again, you are staring at the clock, trying to grasp just how long you've been without their glorious confidence and stunning, sunshiny outlooks. There's no one on the other end of the wire listening to your star side leaking secrets of midnight rants. No sunrise good morning texts, no love letter-esque emails to be responding to. I know how you feel when words are your only friends. The only thing you've got, an alcohol-bathed ghost linger just a little too close to your laptop at half-empty coffee cup. And I understand feeling alone when you have these moments, but you can always wake me up. You can always find me for any reason at any time because I haven't always been the best friend I can be and I'm trying to change that right here and right now and I know that the words you write at 2 and 3 a.m. are not the only friends you have because I am here for you and I have not said that enough over the years. I am here for you. There is more to you than poetry. There is more to me than distance. And I know we can conquer even this because a friendship like ours will last. Alright, so I wrote that a few years ago before this whole social distancing thing. I do want to point that out um, because I did have that realization and that aha moment and I was not there for some people who have always been so good to me by being there for me. people should have that realization and they should try to be there for each other. Um, if you don't come to that on your own though, please don't let me push you there. I just think that communication is something we take for granted and now we have a lot more time to maybe put effort into it. Um, but you know, whatever. And there are a couple people that I would say this to right now as well. There are a couple of people that I've been reaching out to over the last couple of days. I miss them, or I miss the things we used to do together, or I miss going to museums, which are things that we did, or whatever the case is. So, I thought I'd share. <laughs> and then the other poem for today is titled Short of Breath. And this was written about the same time, and... 
Yeah, well, you'll see. <laughs> Short of breath. I always love when days get so long and tragically dark that we believe we can see the stars. It's moments in life like that that we have to thank for our own growth. I find it inspiring that emptiness and fear are brave enough to offer us a chance to question and test our faith. I know what you're about to say. Yes, I am writing this at 2am while doing that exact thing, questioning and testing. But what kind of artist would I be if I banished my star-side rants from these hallowed pages of clarity? And what would I gain from my poetic therapy sessions if I didn't at least try to make something more stunning than roses or moons in my pain? So, allow me, if you will, to return to my point. Because, as people, nothing more than atoms that form the elements of our societies, we crave friction and contact, balance and gentleness. We must be reminded that others out there have felt what we are feeling when we feel it. We must know that never in any second of time will we ever be truly alone. I have noticed something fascinating in the way that humans manage to be stars, fueled and passionate, and snowflakes, frigid and stoic all at once, without ever so much as batting an eyelash, and no matter how horrible we feel or how dark the sky gets, there will always remain more radiant than the sun, because we are humans, we are more complex than any universe. And it's always thoughts like this that get me through the days when I forget how to breathe. To be honest, I think we've all forgotten how to breathe lately. I think that there's a lot of growth to come from this. We just haven't reached it yet. I think that we all go through things that make us better and stronger and more wonderful. And it just takes time to find them. Alright, well thank you for joining me again on another episode of Learning to Fly, and I can't wait to see you tomorrow.